Jewish audio on Chabad.org. Good morning and welcome. The Tanya for today, the 23rd day of the first Adar, as is the division in the leap year, we have a series of short portions culminating with one long one as the Tanya was divided that year, the long day was Shabbos. So today's Tanya portion is especially short as we make our way through very slowly and very deliberately through what is known as the heart of Tanya. The word heart in Hebrew is lev. Lev is written Lamed Beis, and that's the number of this chapter. Chapter Lamed Beis, the heart of Tanya. What is the subject matter of this chapter? Ahavatz Yisrael, the love that one is required to have and one should endeavor to have for his fellow Jew. Because we're all family. Just because we're family, it doesn't make it easy. Because... You know what happens in families. But it makes it worthwhile. So the question, the challenge is, how is it possible that we can truly develop a real love for our fellow? Because human nature is that we develop the opposite feelings. Everyone's out to get us. You know, if there's one piece of pie left, we got to get there before the other guy. The other guy wants my piece of pie. So if I'm going to say, here, take it, he's going to get it and not me. I have to take care of myself. So the truth of the matter is, as the Alter Rebbe will explain, that there are two components to a human being, and that was the theme of Last week's portion, chapter 31. There is the godly soul, and there is the animal soul. A person has to be able to distinguish between the godly soul and the animal soul. And a person has to be able to become more sympathetic to becoming the godly soul and less sympathetic to the animal soul. Therefore, the subject matter of last week's Torah portion, or the earlier Torah, uh, Tanya portion, 31, was, hum- was humility. How can we truly be humble if we are non-judgmental? How can we truly be non-judgmental if we recognize that we also have negative traits? And we see our negativity as the animal soul, and we make a life's decision that our goal should be to become the godly soul. How do we become the godly soul? By focusing on more and more Torah study, by focusing on more and more mitzvah performance, and by focusing less and less on the fulfillment of the desires of the animal soul. Getting back to the subject matter of this week's, or today's Tanya portion, chapter 32, How can we possibly develop a love for another? There's only one way. If we see ourselves through the eyes of our godly soul and not 
through the eyes of our animal soul. Because it's very simple. If we are our animal soul, then everyone is the competition. And everyone's out to get us. As the uh, psychiatrist told the man after seven years of therapy and being treated for paranoia, you don't have to come see me anymore. The guy says, I'm cured. He says, no, but you're not paranoid. They're really out to get you. <laughs> They're really out to get us if we are our animal soul, because there's only one piece of pie. But if we can become our godly soul, my godly soul wants me to grow spiritually, and my godly soul wants you to grow spiritually. My godly soul wants me to study Torah, and my godly soul wants you to study Torah. My godly soul wants everything for you and everything for me. Spiritually, from the perspective of the godly soul, there is no competition. And the godly soul has no interest in the first piece of pie or the last piece of pie. The godly soul has interest in putting on film on another Jew, on getting a woman to light Shabbos candles, on kindness and goodness. Therefore, the theme of chapter 32, at least the first half, is going to be if you can see the world through the eyes of your godly soul, that is the only way to truly experience real love for another person. Let's look inside. Pedic Lamed Beis, chapter 32. V'hinei. Through the fulfillment of everything we talked about earlier in chapter 31. What was the focus of chapter 31? To teach us how to feel humility even before someone who visually seems to be a lot less spiritual than I. The answer is we have to recognize the desires of our body. Despite the fact that we do give in, or we don't give in, or we never give in, but still, after so many years of being spiritual, we still desire these things. So we talked in chapter 31 that one's body has to be looked down upon by oneself. One has to look at oneself and say, how is it that I still have these desires? Why am I still yearning? To pursue materialism, to pursue everything that tastes good and looks good. Or, as I like to use the extreme example of the person who is trapped in a lifestyle, God forbid, of drugs or alcohol, addiction, and we all have our addictions. The person, even though he's been on the wagon for 25 years and he hasn't had a drink, he still wants a drink. And he knows that the difference between being on the wagon and off the wagon could be one drink. So he says to himself, after 25 years, I still don't have control of myself. The answer is yes, you still don't have control of yourself. Because that's the human condition of the animal soul. The animal soul is, by definition, animal. So in that case, we should be getting depressed, we said in last week's Torah portion. No. We should be joyous. Why should we be joyous? Because we have a godly soul. 
and our godly soul is experiencing godly delights. Therefore, if we can break away from the temptations and from the compulsive activities which our animal soul wants to drag us into, and we can soar higher into our essence animal soul, we'll be joyous like the prince we learned in a parable in the last Tanya portion, who was captured by the bad guys, the terrorists caught him, put him in a dungeon, chained him to a millstone. He was grinding wheat. He became caked in filth and in mud. And somehow he is liberated. And in the filth and in the dirt and in the schmutz and in the mud, he's running through the palace courtyard to his father, the king, waiting to hug the king. The last thing that's on his mind is that he needs a shower. He'll get his shower. He's going to be reunited with the king. The joy has to be the reunification. Raksim Chosei, his joy should be, Simchatiya should be, Simchas HaNefesh Levada, the joy of the soul. The soul is yearning for soul food. Harezu derech yeshoro vikalo, this is the direct and easy way. Lovoi, to attain, lidei kiyum mitzvahs v'yahapta l'yachakamocha to the fulfillment of the commandment of love your fellow as yourself. How could you love someone else as you love yourself? The answer is you can't. Unless you look through the eyeglasses of your spiritual side, not your material side. And if you do that, then you can truly attain love, l'chol, nefesh, Yisrael to every single fellow soul. Lemigodel, whether that person is a great person, or that person is a small person, an unimportant person, it doesn't matter. We have to be able to see the soul. And it's interesting that when we often would see the conduct and the actions of the Rebbe or other great tzaddikim throughout the years, they would focus on the soul. They would focus on the spirit. And sometimes the Rebbe would spend a disproportionate, inordinate amount of time with someone that we considered very simple, not in a great leadership position. You wonder why is he doing that? Because to the Rebbe, the Rebbe saw the souls. And who knows what the soul looks like? You know, it says that... uh, when you view this world relative to the, the other world, it says, Olam we live in a topsy-turvy world. That which appears to be important here is unimportant from the perspective of the other world. That which seems to be important, unimportant here is very important. So we have to learn to see the world through our godly soul, not through our animal soul. That's entry-level attainment of loving our fellow as ourselves, continued tomorrow.